Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be execute your own grand vision. Well, we're going to talk about focus, working on your mission and your purpose in life, and how to know which people and which potential, whether it's a business proposition or people who want to come in and co-create with you in your life, which people to let in to your inner circle, which people to bring on your team, and which you should discard and say thanks, but no thanks. I've got an email here from a guy who writes in. He's got some uh, good ideas on what he thinks should be done about the wussification of America. And not only that, but just men in general around the world, how the societal conditioning is, is trying to put this dysfunctional model of how men should be, get them to conform. And this guy writes in because he's got a kid in school and apparently when they don't comply, if they don't the kids don't the, the boys don't become feminine enough, if you will, they say, Oh, there must be something wrong with you. You got ADD, you got this, you got that. Here's all these pills and medications where we can help take care of that. In other words, can't have people standing out. We want everybody to fit in and conform. And when you do that in a society, it completely destroys the creativity, the self-reliance, freedom, and the ability of the individual to determine their own destiny and become great. And what happens is you end up pushing a narrative that just as a whole just cranks out people left and right by the time they finally graduate with school where their self-confidence is shot, their creativity is gone, and who they really are has been so suppressed because they've been taught that you're not supposed to stand out. You're supposed to fit in and conform and just follow the rest of the herd. And when you look at that kind of mentality at the extreme, you can look at things such as like socialism or communism and countries versus you compare where like where we are in the states here where we're considered to be the freest nation in the world and which societies do better and which ones don't because the more successful you become in life the more you're going to have people showing up going hey man can you lend me some money hey i got this great idea for a business if you just give me fifty thousand dollars and you get get bombarded by people who all have some kind of agenda or want something from you. And it can be overwhelming, especially when you become successful for the first time around and you start making serious money, multiple six figures. It's just amazing the supposed friends and family who come out of the woodwork who have a great idea or they want you to invest in their business idea or they want to want you to make them a business partner or they want to be allowed into your inner circle. And so it's like who should you let in and who should you get rid of? And this really goes down to the core issue of all of us individually, who we are and what kind of a grand vision we have for ourselves and our lives and we, what, what we want to accomplish. Because when you know what your vision is, you're certain of it and you're focused on moving in that direction, then when other people come into your life with either maybe competing visions or they say, hey, you know what, that's really great what you're doing, but you really should change course and come over and move this way and do this thing that I think you should. But if you know who you are, what you want, and you're certain of where you want to go, then you can take 
when people bring something to the table supposedly and they say, hey, what about this? Why don't you add this to what you're doing or why don't you take this great project that you already got going and just take a left-hand turn over here into this way because you'd be really great if you did this or if you incorporated that. I mean I'm constantly getting bombarded by people who want to give me business advice, who want to tell me how to run my business, who tell me what I need to do, what books I should write next, what kinds of videos that I should do. People that I run into randomly in the street or that I get emails from, hey, I want to get together and hang out. I live in Orlando. Hey, let me take you out for a beer. And I get bombarded by friend requests on Facebook. And 99% of the time, it's people sending me a friend request. And what they're really doing is trying to get in contact with me on my personal Facebook so they can get some free coaching. And it's like, come on, man. Seriously. It's like some people just have no couth in how they go about things. And the more you apply the things that I teach, the more successful you're gonna become over the years, and the more you're gonna have to deal with this in your own life. Because the more, it's like what, there's a quote that Oprah said, and I really love. She said, a true friend will take the bus with you when your limo is broken down. I mean, everybody wants to ride in a limo, but a true friend will take the bus with you when the limo's broken down. And the point being is that it's hard to tell who's really on your team and who's not because it's like there's so many people in the world that have an agenda that they don't feel strong enough to do the things that they want in their own lives so they want to go and hijack somebody else's vision or hijack somebody else's success or get access to somebody else's resources, contacts, or money. And there, there was a... One of my favorite TV shows that I used to watch years ago was the Stargate series and there was a character in it. This guy's name was Teal'c and he had this quote and, he, and I can't remember the episode but towards the end of it, he had been captured and they tried to brainwash him and all these things and they were like, you know, towards the end, after the good guys rescued him, they're like, well, how did, you, how did you do that? How did you overcome that without losing your mind? And he said, to resist the influence of others knowledge of oneself is most important. So with that in mind, I got a quote that I wrote and then we're going to go through this guy's email because he's got some good ideas but what he really needs to be doing is incorporating this vision into his own life instead of saying, hey, here's this vision I have, Corey. Why don't you adopt it and change course and move your business in this direction because I think this is a great idea. Well, if it's such a great idea, then why don't you get behind it? A lot of people tend to do that and it's because being successful in life is a lot of hard work. I had, I had somebody that I was in business with for many years, got in touch with me it was a couple of years ago and he literally wanted to step right in, become 50% owner of my business, start telling me what I could and couldn't say on my YouTube videos, clean up my act as, as he put it, stop saying fuck all the time and this and that and all the other words that I use and I was just thinking. I mean really after all the hundreds of thousands of dollars of my money and the thousands of hours of time that I've invested in this, the fact I slept on my fucking dad's couch and I poured every penny that I ever made from the real estate mortgage and construction business into this company and I'm just going to let you walk in here after I've done all the hard work and paid the price all these years and give you 50% of my company where you've had no risk and you have no money and on top of that, you're going to tell me what I can and can't say on my YouTube channel. And I was like, and you didn't think that's absurd? It's like, come on, man. 
It's just those are the kinds of things that you're going to have to deal with. The more successful you become, it's like you find that you have suddenly all these people who, hey, buddy, they want to be your friend. They want to hang out with you. They want to be a part of your life. And so you, you got to be able to discern with who's really on your team and who really cares no matter what and who's just there because they want something from you. So the quote says, the more successful you become, the more money you have, and the greater your personal prosperity becomes, the more you'll be approached by people who are envious of what you have, want what you have, and who seek to influence, control, and hijack your life and resources to meet their own needs. In order to resist the influence of others who use guilt, shame, manipulation, and deception to exert their influence over your thoughts and life, knowledge of and mastery of oneself is most important. When you know what you want, you have an emotionally compelling reasons why you want what you want, and are laser-like focused on making it a reality, you'll be able to resist, repel, and redirect the unwanted, unwarranted, and uninvited self-interests of other people who have ulterior motives. And it doesn't mean this is something that's just going to happen when you become successful financially. You could be broke as a joke or flipping hamburgers for a living, living paycheck to paycheck and apply the things I teach and become really good with women and have a lot of really amazing women in your life. And you'll find that there's a lot of guys that want to hang out with you and want to be your friend, want to be your wingman, if you will, so you can feed them an endless stream of women to date or friends to hang out with. So it doesn't matter what area you become successful in or what career or what skill set, you're going to have people who are in essence energy vampires. And they're almost like parasites, if you will, looking to latch on to your coattails, if you will, and ride the wave and, and enjoy all the benefits without taking any risks on their own. So let's go through his email. He says, hey, Corey, I found you through YouTube and immediately understood the value in your approach. I'm 53 and dating. I was doing okay, but I realized I had issues with pursuit. Anyway, that's my little blurb and not the intent of this email. I have an idea for you. Now remember, no one will ever do or say anything that isn't a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves in a moment. So what this really is, is this is his idea, but maybe, more than likely, possibly, deep down, this is something that he would like to do, but he doesn't really want to do it, more than likely, out of fear. Remember, human beings have two primary fears. Fear that we're not enough, in other words, fear that we don't have what it takes to succeed, or fear that we won't be loved, accepted by our friends, family, peer group, or the people who we want to love us. So with that in mind, let's read on. He says, most of the guys that write to you are younger and they all seem to have the same basic issues. Well, I don't agree with that because I coach a lot of women as well and I coach a lot of people of all ages. I coach people that are young, I coach people that are middle aged, and I coach people who are 50s, 60s, 70, even 80 years old that are still trying to get it right and still trying to better themselves. So and I would say the majority of people that I coach age-wise 
I was a put in the median middle of the road where they happen to be at. It's usually between 30 and 50 years old. Is kind of the that's where the majority of people who I coach are. I got lots of people that are 18 in their 20s, and I got lots of people who are older and everybody in in between. I coach women. I coach men. I coach gay guys. I coach lesbian women. I mean, I coach people from every continent of the globe. People in all kinds of high levels of success in their industries. People in government. I meet some really interesting, cool people. And I'm all about teaching people self-reliance because I want people to take the things that I teach and apply them in their own lives. You may have heard me say before, the true measure of a leader is not how many followers they have, but how many leaders they create. And the word lead means to go first. Because if I can teach the stuff that, that I know that works and is help me my whole life to other people and they can learn and apply it then they can take it and do amazing things in their own world and impact and influence the people in their own lives he says it's amusing to follow along and see how far some of them make it through the maze before they fuck up and get needy have you ever wondered why all guys do this well you're asking this question like this is like some enigma or mystery for me it's not I mean being a life coach you have to understand what motivates people to do what they do people do more to avoid pain than they'll do to gain pleasure and what that means is for most people instead of moving towards their dreams they move towards things that are feel comfortable or things that are going to give them instant gratification or things that they feel are going to be easier or less risky than going for what they really want because deep down again people have two primary fears fear that they're not enough fear that they don't have what it takes and fear that they won't be loved and that's what drives people people that become successful and achieve their goals in life they have a emotionally compelling reasons why which i obviously shared in the quote that at the beginning of the video you got to know what you want you got to know why you want it. In other words, the why is the compelling reasons why you want it. And then you got to have a plan of action. You got to be focused and you actually have to take action, but you also have to be learning from your mistakes, modeling the success of other people who are already achieving the things that you want to achieve. He says, you allude to modern movies and social themes, which is correct, but it goes deeper than that. I read a book called The Trouble with Boys by Peter or Pierre Tyre and she spells out in – I have no idea. I've never heard of that book before. She spells out in detail with backup data exactly what the problem is which is basically the pussification of boys starting in grade school. Well, you can see this in the culture and I talk about this all the time in movies and TV which is that if you look at movies from 30, 40, 50, 60 years ago, you didn't see this so much. I mean you, there were some movies where the guys were portrayed as total pussies chasing around waiting on women in hand and foot, but that wasn't the majority of them. Today, that's the way the majority of movies are and what you see on TV is guys act like women and women tend to act like men and that screws up the sexual polarity and you can see that and that's the influence of the feminist movement. It's like the pendulum has swung too far the other way and it's completely out of whack, out of balance. I mean, I've seen now there, I've seen 
articles and stuff these past several months why men should be wearing makeup and eyeliner and these clothes with these weird hairdos that they're having and it's like what the fuck dude they, it's like trying to turn guys into a bunch of f- feminine freaks and women don't find this attractive I coach a lot of women I hear these things all the time like where the hell are the real guys after watching your stuff I started thinking a lot as it's an upside of ADHD about how this problem might be addressed. Well, a big part of the problem when you look at kids, you talk to any doctor about ADHD, the problem is in any industry, you have people that are punching a clock and earning a paycheck, and then you've got a, a very small number of people who really love what they're doing and they really have a passion for it. And too many people in the medical industry are just like, they're pill mills. People come to them like, here's the pill, and I get the fuck out of my office. I got to do my certain set number of appointments, and then I want to go home. And they don't really have a passion for what they're doing. But the doctors that are good, and the, there's been plenty of studies and plenty of research that when you look at the diet that people eat, sodas, Coke, milk, carbohydrates, I mean, what most kids tend to eat these days is so full of sugar. It makes them hyperactive. It gives them too much energy to the point where they're fucking literally bouncing off the walls. And when your body metabolizes sugars and carbohydrates, it leaves an acid ash. And acid needs 80 parts alkalinity to to buffer and neutralize 20 parts acid. And so the diets are just completely screwed up because most people are eating such bad processed foods full of sugar and additives that the body just can't deal with that stuff and it has to park the toxins in the fat tissue. And since the diet never gets better, the bo- our bodies just fill up with toxins over the course of our life and we literally rot to death many decades before we should. That's why I'm such a big advocate of Dr. what Dr. Young has discovered and teaches. I've been following what he teaches diet-wise since like 2002 I think it was. So we're talking 13, 14 years. And I've done many videos where I've talked about all the different symptoms that I used to have. I don't have anymore. I don't get the colds. I don't get the flu. I don't have those problems. I sleep better. I have great energy. I have great stamina when I exercise, when I run. And so I know this stuff to work. And I've taught it to thousands of people all over the world. And when they apply those same principles and they add those same kinds of foods into their diet and they balance it out, the way that Dr. Young describes, they get the same results. It's like I say all the time, the things I teach, even if you don't believe me, just apply the things I teach, you'll see that they work for you. He says, I have a nine-year-old son in grade school, so I see firsthand the stuff boys must endure, just as Peg Tire Tear, I guess that's this author he's talking about, talks about. It is sickening how boys are being made to act like girls, so the teacher's job is easier. The boys that don't conform are labeled as such and then the parent conferences begin which tend to end up with an independent evaluation with a diagnosis of ADD and a suggested drug regimen. Well, that's where you as a father by learning the things that I teach can then in turn influence your son in the right way a male is supposed to operate in society. And you can teach him how to move around and operate to where he doesn't sacrifice who he is and become a beta male 
just so he conforms. And you might want to look at his diet as well. If there's lots of sugar and carbohydrates in his diet, I mean, again, there's plenty of statistical studies where they show that these things cause behaviors like ADD, ADHD, make kids hyperactive. Maybe changing schools. Because they've also found that kids that tend to have these things are kids that are autistic. They're not actually stupid. They're actually really smart. They just learn in a different way. So as a father, as a parent, your goal should be to get your child the best educational resources in a place where their inner nature, their inner creativity is celebrated and encouraged. You look at like what Elon Musk, the founder of Tesla, PayPal, SpaceX, he went and hired one of the best teachers from where his kids were going to school and he started his own school and his kids love going to school now. It's all focused on obviously they have to learn basic fundamentals, math, reading, arithmetic, all those kinds of things. But they're focused on learning things that are of interest to them, that they're passionate about. And because the teacher is so passionate about learning, they're able they're, – it's like anytime you're really great at something in life, your passion for it comes through. And that gets other people excited about it even if – especially if it's like a dull, boring topic. He says, so here's the idea. Coach Corey Wayne taps the intelligence of people he associates with. Tony Robbins types and he teams up with the – this author he mentions, this peg person to come up with a program that teaches these boys and their parents how to start their boys on the path of being 3% man before they actually are. It would be a mini-me version of what you already do. It could be something that grows to the point of holding education seminars for teacher and administrators to curb the trends in this in Peg's book. Well, you're making a lot of assumptions about my life and my purpose and what I am all about. And I don't have any desire to become involved in doing a ton of seminars. That's why I have my YouTube channel and that's why I write books and I write articles and I have my Instagram account and my Facebook. I love the business model I have. It's totally perfectly aligned with my personality and the way that I like to teach. I have no interest in becoming like a second-rate version of Tony Robbins and doing a ton of seminars. That doesn't appeal to me. Being on stage for a week at a time, 12 to 14 hours a day, six, seven, eight days a week for some of his longer seminars, I have zero interest in doing that. I enjoy doing these videos. I enjoy doing phone sessions with people because I can run that business from anywhere in the world. And if you look at the back of my book, you'll notice that there's a quote on the back of the book and that quote says and, – and this really boils down to what I'm all about. It says, enlighten the people generally and tyranny and oppressions of body and mind will vanish like evil spirits at the dawn of day. And that's what I'm all about. That's my mission. That's my purpose. And so my goal is to teach the things that I know because I can't do everything. I can't be everywhere. I can't help every single person. I can't do phone sessions with every single person who would like me to do a phone session with them or answer their emails. There's just not enough time today. I have a limited number of hours. And I. this is one of my businesses. This is one of the things that I'm involved in. I have other interests outside of this. This is not the only thing that I do and the only thing 
that I have a passion for. So I would prefer to have other people, like if this is your idea, this is your vision, why don't you go and do that? Why don't you be the expert? Why don't you master the things that I teach? Because you're already involved. You've got a child who could really benefit by you learning these things instead of trying to get me to change my life and fit into your world or fit into your vision. You know, it's kind of like a lot of people that are, you look at people like in the movie business, people that tend to work behind the camera, they write scripts. The reality is deep down, they'd really like to be the people that are on camera. Maybe they don't have the talent for it. Maybe they don't have the skills. Maybe they're better at storytelling or writing scripts or things of those nature. Or like a coach on a football team. That's why you see a lot of guys that play and they would play for their whole lives, but obviously it's a physical game and you're only good enough for so many years. And then you can stay in the business by becoming a coach or becoming an administrator or becoming somebody who – a GM of a team, something of that nature. He says, however, the main focus would be workshops for the boys that the parents could take them to where they can learn survival skills to operate within the fucked up systematic emasculation of boys. Well, here's the interesting thing. When you understand truth, it cuts through all the bullshit. And if you're, you could teach your son the truth and the stuff that you're learning from me and it's in my book, then it really doesn't matter what these people at school try to teach your son because he's going to know the bottom line and he's going to be able to see through all the bullshit. Because when people understand the body language, the physiology things that I teach and basic human nature of why people do what they do, you're not going to be bamboozled. You're not going to be influenced by people who are trying to teach you stuff that really doesn't work in the real world because you have a superior example, a superior way of being, a superior way of living. He says, this is an idea that needs refining, but I think with the context you have, you could take it from rough form to realization. Again, I think it's a great idea, but it's not my idea and I have zero interest in this. This is obviously something you care about because you have a nine-year-old son that's obviously had some experiences with this. And so that's why you would be the better person to do it. This is your idea. This is something that sounds like you've got some passion because you took the time to write an email and send it in. So you should figure out how you can put together a program and learn the things that you've learned from me and this other author you've talked about and come up with your own plan. Maybe you get together with some teachers in your area Kind of like what Elon Musk did with the teach, some of the teachers that worked at the school where his kids originally used to go before he hired them away and started his own school. And this is something that you can get together with that finding and identifying teachers with a, with a passion for the kinds of things that – solving the kinds of problems that you see and realize that my work can help them with. He says, the satisfaction of guiding these boys through the BS system with their man in, manhood intact would be equal to the financial return. Again, this is something that these are this is your compelling reason for this. This is not my reasons. And again, this is why you should be doing this. Instead of trying to get me to change who I am and change my life and change my business model around because you think this is a great idea. There's no such thing as a bad idea, only bad plans. And you should be thinking about how to formulate a plan that you personally can execute with your own resources. 
says you can even set up franchise outlets like the Sylvian Learning Centers or make the program or a plug-in for existing franchise learning centers. Again, that sounds like a nice idea. I have no interest in that. It doesn't even begin to register as something that's appealing to me. There are a lot of possibilities, of course. You'd need a different slogan than rock out with your cock out, LOL. Again, I think this is a great idea and a great vision for you, but it's not my vision. It's not what I have any interest in doing. Instead of trying to get other people to do this for you, come up with a reason to do this for yourself. You know, there's people that go around and go, I got a great idea for a business and they go tell somebody else about that and try to get them to do it and then they don't want to take any risk and then of course that other person goes and builds that business and then they want to step in and say, hey, where's my cut of that when they didn't do any work for it? Definitely something to think about. But I think you got some great ideas but again, this should be stuff that you should be learning and you should be helping your son in your world with your resources because that's a much better way to go about it because again, this is something that you're passionate about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session with yours truly. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen. Just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.